And welcome back to another week, another episode of Generation X Gaming, the weekly podcast that goes over a few of the top stories in the past week, and we rant along the way. If there's a little bit of a delay, I don't know what's happening. It's uh, internet connections, something's going on. So our audio in our mouths might not be synced up correctly, but it is what it is. So I do appreciate you coming out. If those of you that don't know, <clears throat> those of you don't know what uh, Generation X Gaming is, a weekly podcast that goes over a few of the top stories. Uh, we're here live every single Thursday at 8 p.m. Eastern on YouTube.com/slash 30 and Still Gaming. You can watch the past broadcast right after, uh, right after the the show here, uh, and then it uploads later onto audio formats uh, around the globe: iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, and Anchor.fm. Uh, on today's show, we're going to be talking about Destiny. We started playing the campaign. We'll be actually playing, uh, continuing the campaign after the podcast tonight, right here on YouTube.com afterwards. We'll be talking about EA's revenue this uh, this quarter. We're going to be talking about BioWare. They, were, uh, they made two announcements with Mass Effect, and we'll talk about that. We're going to be talking about the Division update. We're going to be talking about Fortnite might be putting a subscription model in there. They kind of already have a subscription model, but they're... They're testing the waters even more. We're going to be talking about Disney+. Plus. We're going to be talking about Spider-Man Miles Morales. We're going to be talking about Grounded Update. And we're going to be talking about Godfall. Um, all that. Oh, and the console launches. I forgot about the console launches. We'll talk about that. Uh, and then we talk about other things that we just rant about along the way. Joining me each and every single week, Sarge McCluskey. What's going on, bro? A whole lot of Destiny, bro. Destiny all day. All day. <laughs> what level are you now since, since since you pushed the button to go live i've been playing destiny since then <laughs> what uh what... i don't mean right now live i mean yeah yeah this, yeah. this, this morning. morning live yeah. yeah what um what are you uh what's your light level right now mm-hmm. no light level is like 1205 okay. 1201 okay and um like I... level 20 level 20 in the season all right before we get to destiny Okay, before we get to Destiny, I want to talk about the I want to talk about consoles. They all launched this week, okay? I tried to get a console uh on Tuesday for Xbox Series X. I had it in my cart. Had it in my cart, Sarge. I Well, not really. No, no, I did. I had it. I hit checkout. Uh-huh. It said processing and then it went and said, "Oh, I'm sorry." It's not in your cart any longer. Mm-hmm. And I went, what do you mean it's not in my cart, right? So that was it. That was the last thing. And then the next day, that was at midnight on Monday night, Tuesday morning, okay? And then Tuesday at, at noon, me and my wife both tried it again. She had it in her cart. I had it in my cart. And again, someone snagged it from you, right? Can you imagine being at the supermarket or a store and you scan an item you take that item, you go beep, and you you put it over here, and you you're paying for it now. Right? You insert your card, and you're like, okay, I've scanned it, I'm paying for it, and you're like, great, I'm gonna get the bag, 
as you put your card in and it goes approved, you go over here and it's gone. And you're like, where, where did my, where did my box go? Right. Gone. And that's, that's why there's world sales records. Right. Everybody, everybody had one in the cart. They counted as a sale, but they never actually physically shipped it anywhere. Right. I mean, I'm all about capitalism, right? Like by all means go, go. But I also feel personally, if you're one of those people that bought two or three or four or 10, I hope you sit on those Xboxes and PlayStations for the eternity of your life. I hope they're piling up right now. You got them delivered. They're in your living room. You're using them as a couch, okay, or TV stand or whatever you're doing. And no one buys them from you because you're charging $1,300 for them on eBay right now. I hope you can never buy them. And then, when, and then they they push a whole bunch in, into the stores and everyone can get them. And you're just stuck with the inventory you have. <clears throat> That's what I personally believe they should happen it'll to them. Be, it'll be it'll be fine, man. It'll be fine. Oh, I know it'll be fine. It's just it's just funny to me that I can't get one, but the next day there's one on sale for thirteen hundred dollars on eBay. <laughs> it's like you there's sons no, of there, bitches. There's always going to be some scalpel. Listen, if you buy an Xbox Series X for thirteen hundred dollars, then you probably really have a spoiled kid, and you really have a lot of money. That's that's the only two options you've got there. Oh, I, I know, chat. I know people will buy the $1,300. They're like, I, I, I got to get it. I got to get the new I, system. Right. I got the 1300 Right. Right. I have more money than time, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to spend it. Right. Well. <clears throat> so lots of issues with, this, with the systems right now. And, I, and I, I try to talk myself off. I'm like, Ed, no big deal. I don't really need it anyway. I'm not really mad. Right. I'm not really mad because there are no – I'm getting an Xbox, and there's no – games at launch that I need an Xbox for because none of them are exclusive titles for Xbox. All the games coming out for Xbox, I can play on my Xbox right now. Okay. Yes. Is it a shittier version? Sure. But in 2020, what game isn't shitty when it comes out? Can't connect, broke, can't save, got glitches, going through walls. They're all they're all they're all there. So I might as well play on an inferior product anyway. Um, until until the actual version comes out for Xbox Series X for Cyberpunk, that's might when I I might get one right. So oh, by then, by then the initial hype will be down, and you'll be able to go to a store and buy one off the shelf. Right, right. So we'll we'll see what happens uh, with that. Let me bring up one of the uh, the first stories I want to talk about. <clears throat> Let's get it out of the way. I'm, I'm talking about Spider-Man Miles Morales, right? This is my own personal issue with this, right? And I'm, I'm using common sense for it. I have nothing against the game. I think the game is going to do phenomenal. I think it'll get nines and tens across the board. I think it's going to be a, a phenomenal game. Spider-Man, the one that came out in 2018, one of my favorite games. It's in my top 10 games of all time. I, like, absolutely love it, Okay. I didn't pay for it, but when it was full price, you guys got it for me for Christmas with the with the with the PlayStation uh, Slim edition, or whatever. Okay, it came with it, but the game came out. It was sixty dollars. Now, according to the game, like how long it takes? Okay, it takes about sixteen to twenty hours to finish the campaign, right? The original Spider-Man. Okay, it came out in twenty eighteen. The original Spider-Man that came out in twenty eighteen takes about sixteen to twenty hours to finish the main campaign. Okay, $60, right? 16 to 20 hours. 
Then with the side missions and everything, you're around 30, 35, maybe 40 hours, all depending on, you know, what it is, what difficulty and stuff. Okay. If you're a real collector's person, you can maybe push that up to get 100% of stuff. Then with the DLC on top of that, it's an additional like 15 hours, 9 to 15 hours of content. Okay. So total. So if you just pick the low end for the sake of argument. Well, let me get rid of the DLCs. 60 bucks, you get about 40 to 50 hours worth of of gameplay. Miles Morales is $50, which is $10 less than the original Spider-Man 2018. Okay. But yeah, it's not a full-fledged game because PlayStation charges $70 now for their original first play uh for uh first party titles. People have said that they've beaten six hours. Some people said they've beaten eight hours. There's the thing on, online that says they beat the main story in 11 hours. Again, it varies based on, you know, if you're wandering around the world or whatever. But the main story campaign, with everything, everything comes 15 hours, and you're done with the whole story, and you're done with the side missions as well. Okay? So, for, for $60, you get... 45 to 60 hours of gameplay for $50 you get 15 hours of gameplay and that to me is why it's a hard pass for me right now one I don't have a PlayStation 5 and with the 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 new controller that they have it's supposed to feel good it feels like you're actually like moving through it you can feel the swinging and stuff like that I don't understand how you could feel the swinging I'll give it benefit of doubt. All I'm going to say from the initial talk about it is I don't think the batteries in the controller are going to last very long with the controller that can do all that. Yeah, I mean, I haven't played it yet, so I don't I don't know what it feels like. That's the de definition, though. They're like, you could feel it. It's hard. They say it's hard to explain, but it's really good when you play it, right? It's a really cool thing, which might be, a, which might be, it might be the push for someone to be like, well, if I play Call of Duty, I can feel it in the controller, right? Where if I play on Xbox, it's on Game Pass, whatever. You know what I mean? So, and Call of Duty is not on Game Pass. I'm just, just, just an example I did. I don't yeah. want someone to come back and be like, oh, I thought he said Call of Duty. It's not on there. Fact check. Um, so, I personally think that Miles Morales should be a $30 game. In my head, it's a $30 game based on the amount of the campaign, amount of uh, side missions, and, and such. Now, again... I've been watching it. It looks phenomenal. It's going to get great reviews. It's a great game. I just think it's a hard pass for me because of the price. Now, obviously, if you didn't play the first Spider-Man or you didn't play any of the Spider-Man, obviously any of the Spider-Man, okay, and you pay $70 and you get the first Spider-Man and the second Spider-Man for $70, that is a steal, okay? Because the first game alone is worth a $60 purchase. I just think that this was a DLC that they pushed over onto the PlayStation, and the best the best one I use, for example, is Rise of Rome, right? That That's the one for Xbox One that came out. I just feel like because it's a first-party title game, it just didn't have it long enough to cook. doesn't mean it's a bad game. It just means they, they kind of pushed it out, and they're, they're trying to get it out there to have content for the console when it comes out, right? What do you, what do you think yeah. about the, the length and price and uh, about this? <clears throat> Well, from the from the series of games that's coming out prior to this, the developers have kind of set a standard for like what a campaign and added features would be for a game. You know, they they pretty much they made they set the standard. Right, a game lasts usually between twenty twenty five hours. 
if you're milking it and you want to get everything, you probably do 30, 35. I got it. I don't fault them for trying to bring a game over for the new console, but I don't like them saying that it is a full game compared to the original game because just time-wise, they didn't have enough time to make the Spider-Man game like they made the first Spider-Man game. So you know they didn't work out on it as long. So, Well, they I already mean, had the assets, right? Right, right. You have assets. You can cut corners and do certain things. But they needed a title for the next-gen system. So that was their attempt in doing so. Now, I, I think that because of the fact that they are raising prices for AAA titles... That when you look at Miles Morales, it's kind of like a deal, right? If you're looking at what a normal game is supposed to be on PlayStation 5, it's a $70 game. When you see Miles Morales, you're like, oh, okay, this is a decent price. And so they get away with it twice. They get away with the price of the game and the fact that it's not as large as the original Spider-Man game, even right. though it's supposed to be its own standalone game. Right, right. I, mean, I, I know a lot of people don't pay attention to stuff like that, but I, I do. do. I pay attention to all that kind of stuff. Yeah. I, I just I just feel yeah it's a great deal stealth if you get water if he's here right he he got Spider Man he got the PlayStation Five he got the Spider Man one and and the Miles Morales one with all the DLC it's a fantastic deal now I I need to know I don't know if that's a digital sale only or if that is physical copy as well right that makes a difference if it's if it's both of them on digital only. I don't think it matters, man. I think it's $70 digital. I'll be honest. Well, true. Yeah, no, it's... Again, I have nothing against Miles Morales' game. I'm going to get it at some point. I just think $50 for that long a game. Now, obviously, let, let's compare it. Let's compare it a little bit to Marvel Avengers, right? It's two completely different games. But if you're... It is digital only. Um, It's two completely different games. But $60 for Marvel Avengers gets you, yes, it's not a not a full-fledged, flushed-out game, okay? But the content, you still have a 10 to 15-hour, or I'm sorry, 10 to 12-hour campaign, right? Miles Morales is anywhere between 6 and 12, right? After the fact, you have another 5 hours of, of uh, or th 3 to 5 hours of Miles Morales with, with all, the all the side missions and collections and stuff. Marvel Avengers... You have an additional 15 to level up your characters all the way and get all the stuff, right? Yes, it's repeatable, but that's the thing, right? I'm paying 60 bucks and I have 400 and something hours into it where I paid $60 for Spider-Man. I completed the game. I got like 120 hours in it. Great game. Loved my game. Loved the game experience. It's a great, solid game. Miles Morales, I'm getting 15 hours, 20, right? Yes, I can fly through the city again and do more stuff. But again, what's the price? You know what I mean? Like it's a, sometimes it's a, it's a smaller, it's a smaller Spider-Man game for more money with a different character. Right. Right. So I don't know. It just seems a, a, a little off. Another topic I want to talk about going from this, right? I don't know. Let me add this to here. I forgot to bring this up to you, sorry. I didn't bring this up. I watched, I, I watched, um, I wanted to get your opinion on this. <clears throat> I watched uh, Skill Up's review of Assassin's oh. Creed Valhalla. Okay. And I what I like about Skill did, did he did he play through the whole thing? He played 60, 70 hours of it. Yeah. Okay. 
Yeah, he, he what he usually does reviews is like 50 plus hours of each game, right? So he played, I think in the review, he actually says 67 hours or something like that. Okay. He has a he has a video and he says it's it's beautiful, right? And it, it's got really good stuff in it. And what I like about Skill Up, a lot of people don't like him because he's very biased with his own opinions on the games on top of his review. And what I like about his reviews is he describes the reviews like what's good about the game, what's bad about the game, but then he dives into how ridiculous or how non-ridiculous, whatever it is, right? And he and he has points. He he says certain things and says it. So he he claimed or said, and I agree with him 100%, is that he talks about Assassin's Creed. Um, Ubisoft said that Odyssey was too long, and they heard the, the, the discrepancy from people saying that it's too long of a game, and we hear you. Then they came out with Valhalla, and it's even longer than Odyssey. Now, everyone's like, well, how are you complaining about a long game, right? Like, you pay 60 bucks or $70 or whatever it is, and the game's got 60, 70, 100 hours worth of game, right? Like, I played Red Dead Redemption close to 100 hours, okay? Story alone was like 55, 60 hours after I did all the side missions and stuff like that. He complained that it was too long because it was too boring. Like, there's conversation that's really good. Like, the first 20 hours, he says it's really good, right? And then... 21 through 60, okay, which is 40 hours, is just meh, right? It does everything good, but nothing great, okay? And then the last, I think, two or five hours, he said, then it kind of got better. And he said that at the end of the mission, he was at one, I think 140 or 170 power level, like in the game. And there was this section off to the map that was like 240 or 220 or whatever. And he had, to, he had to grind 70 levels to just go do that, right? And he said during his review, he's like, I'm not going to go do exactly what I just did to go up 70 levels just to go play that thing. So he went and and went just to that section 70 levels under and just did it. 70 levels under and he went through it just fine. And he said it actually felt good at 70 levels under because he says it's too easy the game is kind of too easy he's like it's almost like you're you're unlimited like uh in vulnerable mode right he says after a certain period of time there's no uh, there's no assassin's creed in the assassin's creed anymore they don't stealth anymore you can't stealth like it just doesn't happen anymore okay so he was complaining so that then it, so then it's not assassin's creed it's something it's right it's called vikings valhalla so he it. was complaining that the game is too long because it's long they made the game long for being long's sake, not because it's a good game all full of stuff to do in those hours, right? So what do you think about long games? And do you think he's got a good point about what he's talking about as, as far as the game is good, <laughs> but it's too long, meaning they could have stopped at it at 30 hours instead of 70 hours? All right, so a lot to unpack. Okay, so first of all, a complaint about a game being long, being a deterrent on why you should buy it or like it is not in is not in the same category for me. Like if a game is long for you, that might be just something that somebody wants to be in the game longer, giving them something to do because they want to exist in the game right. for as long as they can, then they can, right? The difference between 
long and non-essential is different. If the game is overly large in in area, not scope, in area, and you don't fill the area up with actual activities that are meaningful for the progression progress, I get behind you. The game's too big for what it is. You, you didn't need all this space. You could have just condensed it, right? But if a game is long, as in, well, we're giving you an option that there's a space over here in the game that if you grind more in the game, you can go here. Now, black and white, people are going to like, well, I can't go there. If, you, if you're a gamer, black and white says, I'm not going to go there. I'm 70 levels under. Like, there's no point for me to go there. The more adventurous type or veteran gamer is like, well, I'm going to go take a look anyway. Like, right. I'm going to go look. Right. right. And if you get your ass kicked, then you got a little a, a barometer there, you're gauging it, and then you'll go out and level up and come back in. Now, because of the game is easy, and when he uses that kind of word, this is where I also have an issue, and this is an, this is this is also the conversation that we need to have. Like, there has to be an age rating on the game, and I don't mean for like kids only type thing, but like experience wise, because once again, okay, veteran seasoned gamers have a certain criteria mm. they have certain things in mind they've been playing a long time okay so what is good for you might not be good for somebody who's just starting out in gaming right the, the game is easy because once again the game isn't for you okay you're a 30 something who's playing video games my god if it's not easy for you by now Right. Stop playing video games. Right. It's meant for people who are up and coming, learning games, want to enjoy themselves and get attached to the IP so they follow the they follow the brand. Okay? Sure, I'm sure it's easy for you because you've played every Assassin's Creed ever. Right. Right? right. So we know it's easy for you. Not for you, right? This is like before anyone can have even a conversation about any any game anymore, it's like, okay, let's take this guy's question. All right. He says, game's too difficult. Game is this. And I, my first question is, hi, Paul from St. Paul, Minnesota. Uh, how old are you? And how long have you been playing? Like, that's the first question. Then at least I can zero in on what the conversation is going to be about. Because if you tell me that this kid's been playing for like six months and he thinks it's the greatest game ever... I've got nothing to say to this kid, right? He's enjoying himself, right? But a seasoned vet who's playing, who's been playing games for 15, 20, 25 years, games too big, too boring, right? It's too big and it's too boring because you've done it all. You don't want to walk around on the wall uh, in a world again because you've seen it all. It takes a lot for a seasoned gamer to be impressed by something because you guys keep doing They keep expanding on these games so i'm sure his review was dead on for him and his group of people but as far as game being too big and it was bleh, somebody who loves vikings who's jumping in a game like this like i got to be a viking i'm gonna run around and get and level up my character they love that shit that is that that's their right. house why, why do you think they copy paste all these different time periods because they're gonna ring a bell for somebody right Ooh, egypt Ooh, pirates! Right. Ooh, gladiator! Right, gladiator! Right. You're gonna get. You're gonna get somebody. Right. 
I just I, I can't fault him for that. No, I know, but his thing is that the game is long just to be long, meaning the story is good up until a certain point, and then it becomes meh. It becomes boring. It becomes not driven. Same with uh, with Godfall. Godfall's story, everyone is complaining. Everyone's like, eh. But the people that are, like you just talked about, seasoned, they're like, it's not about the story. It's about the loot, right? Because they want the loot. That's what they're playing it for. So the people that are new are like, oh, this is a pretty good story. Like, they're new, and they're like, oh, this is cool. It's got a story, and it's about loot, right? But the people that have been playing for so long, okay, it's it's about... It's, it's about the loot, right? So in a game, an open world game like Assassin's Creed or Legends or Red Dead Redemption, like for instance, you couldn't get into Red Dead Redemption because you don't like Western, right? I, I, I don't like Western. Right, but the story, I, was it captivating for you or did you think it was too long and boring? Uh, I don't think it was too long and boring. I think it was like watching a TV series. Okay. It was like it was like a, like every every so many things you missions you did there was another cutscene and, and a logation of story and it's like that was the new episode for the week. Mm. Yeah, you know I I don't the story is good because it's you want to know what happens to the characters you're following the characters you're invested in the character you're, you you're in you're in the game, so I don't mind it but like as far as the traditional hook, right? Am I in and I can't leave? I gotta keep playing. I gotta keep playing. I gotta find the right. ivory-handled six-shooter, right? Like I don't, I don't feel that way for Western, right? But for sci-fi fantasy, ding, 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 ding! Oh, it's bells in my head all day long. Yeah. Right? So Any sci-fi fantasy game? Let's go. I want, I want to hear what you guys think in chat, as far as in the comment section below and stuff. Um, do you think games can be too long for being long's sake, or do you think? Bring it on. More longer the better, right? Doesn't matter if the story is good or bad. You just want to be lost in the world. Let me hear. Let me know in the comment section uh, or in chat uh, down I below. I mean, Skyrim. Skyrim is about the same way. Like for instance, everyone says Skyrim was. Uh, no, no, sorry. I'll take it back. There are groups of people who say that Skyrim was too big. There were too many areas that were empty, and my answer to that is exactly right. You, right. Right, they just Bethesda wanted to make a world, and then wanted to create stories and characters in the world, and so everything scaled down. It's not like it's an actual twenty miles to the next town, but it gives you that feeling of this town's in the mountains, this one's in the fields, this one's in the swamps. Like you have different different demo, demo, uh, topography of the of the actual world and the different areas that you go in. Yeah, it makes it it makes it fucking cool. And the fact that you can stand on top of a mountain and can see a dragon way off in the distance. Right. Made that feeling like it was cool. It's like, oh my God, it's fucking dragons here. Like, I don't mind that kind of scale for a game like that. You're talking about a game that's large for large sake, but has nothing in the middle right. and nothing connects you to the story. Right. Then for sure, you're just trying to pad that's, the game. That's what he's saying. That's what he's saying for that's that's what's happening with that game he says that if that game was just 30 hours just boom 30 to 35 hours he goes it would have been amazing but 67 hours and he's like right. it, but i but i but i have a mortgage and a family so 30 right. hours is what i can tolerate right 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 so T timmy timmy who took off a week of school thinks it's the greatest fucking game ever i get to play this game for 100 hours and i'm still not at the end yet i'm ecstatic well, let, let's let, look. I, the reason I brought up 
Skillop's review is because I, I do respect him as a reviewer. And remember, it's his job to review games, right? And he he plays a lot of different games. Now, he's not a guy who reviews all games that he's not interested in. He reviews games that he's interested in and then tells you about it, right? So it's okay to disagree with whatever he's saying. The, the conversation I'm bringing up is, is a game, can a game be too long for long sake, yes, yes, and yes. I and I believe it can be. And I didn't play Assassin's Creed, and I don't know, but I can see his point, right? Because there are games, like for instance, Mass Effect Two is one of my favorite games of all time. It's about a thirty to forty hour game, right? It's like that's a good chunk of what it is, and it's an amazing game. And I believe like these games, like Destiny and these looter shooters and these open world games. Sometimes they just draw like draw it out and it's just like, oh, okay, great. Like put it down, I'll come back later. And then there's open world games like Assassin's Creed, which is like, yeah, Odyssey was too long. We heard you. And they're like, eh, let's make it double that and make it longer just for, for being long sake. Like same discrepancy was last year with Odyssey. They said that they was long just to make you level up and buy stuff from the, from the uh, microtransaction store with boosting up the the XP and stuff to get you up higher, right? So the reason they made higher level difficulty areas was for you to purchase stuff so you can get there faster, right? Because they know the mentality of the stuff. If they make it boring, but, you'll want to pay to make it past that point to get to the next level. But that's not game design. That's psychological warfare. Cool, that's cool. two separate things. Right, absolutely, absolutely. All right, <clears throat> so let's go... Let's go to the next uh, next topic here. EA. EA has... um They had their quarter... um sales and i i hate when they use this terminology because if i make a million dollars let's let's say my budget i was only supposed to make two hundred thousand, but i made a million okay and then the following year i made eight hundred thousand, which is still six hundred thousand more than i was supposed to make but i made eight hundred thousand. but now it's a two hundred thousand dollar loss right that's that's what this is right that's what this is right here this is EA's revenue falls to 14%, right? Fall, fall 14%. Sorry, fall, not falls to 14%. Fall 14% to $1.15 billion for quarter three of 2020. Okay. Uh, reported fi- financial results today. Wall Street ex- ex- expectations of revenue fall 14%, uh, $1.15 billion for second fiscal quarter. The third calendar quarter ended on September 30th. While revenues were were down compared to a year ago, EA performed exceptions uh, expectations in the quarter, but EA's forecast for the third financial quarter, fourth calendar quarter, came below analyst expectations. As a result, EA's stock price is down 7.6% to $118.53 uh, share after hours of trade. Uh, this raises questions about how strong the latest pandemic bump of gaming will be, and EA um, reiterating how, though, it predicted things with pandemic and launches of a new console cycle. Now, remember, they projected because we're in a pandemic that they would make more money based on other people's projections because Activision's making 1.2, 1.9, 1.1, right? So they made their thought process higher and they came in under that. So they're like, ah, we're down. We're, we lost our money. And it's like, well, no, you've been you've been doing this forever. Get a record-breaking year, uh, right? You're, you're right, right. So, what do you what do you think about this when they when they talk about these these? I know these articles are sort of clickbait, but I, I just find it I find it funny because 
they've made billions of dollars the other two quarters, and now this last quarter they're they're down fourteen percent. So like the world's falling apart for them, right? Well, I, I, the the way you have to look at it is it's for profit. The company's for profit. It's not because it's about we're making a product anymore. It's we have to stay open, right? Got to keep the lights on. That kind of mentality. But the issue is still that we are transitioning from making entertainment games for kids into making platforms that collect money. Like that's the difference. And that's what people have to start to understand. It's not just we're making a game for entertainment. I am creating a platform in order to siphon money from you. Right. While you think you're being entertained. That's two separate things, right? EA and Activision suffer from the same thing, which is they they must grow every year. Otherwise, they're failing. That's the business model, right? If they're not growing, they're failing. They don't look at it as we're having a slow year. They don't say that. They, they, they always turn it into, well, we didn't make the money that we were supposed to make, so we're going to have to fire 800 people. You don't have to fire anybody. You guys made plenty of money. Right, like when when the Activision firings took place after the world record of business, uh, world record profits for that year, everyone was like a little bit mad, and then everyone forgot about we just fired eight hundred people. Right, right, and then four months after that, they did a hiring for all the same positions, including new positions, because they were expanding. Well, it's because they want to make sure they hire people cheaper. Well, they weren't expanding; Sorry. they were filling the jobs back up. Yeah, but it's it's. The, the teeter-totter that they use is this, is if I can't grow exponential, I have to find another way to create more money. So if I get if I fire people and hire people back at less money, then that's extra profits at the end of the year. Either way, either way, they're always growing. Right. right? Un until, until there's an actual event where the company actually takes a hit. Like when you see a game fail and like the game failed, there's a couple different ways to look at it. Like lawbreakers. When lawbreakers failed, the company imploded and went away, right? Because they didn't have any reserves. They didn't have anything else. They were going for it. They put their eggs in the basket. They tried to go to market, and nobody bought the eggs, okay? Done deal. EA and Activision have plenty of chances to go to market with a basket of eggs, okay? And even if you don't buy them, they don't care, right? okay? Because the business model is I'm making this much money from doing nothing. I'm collecting money on the platforms that we've created. Madden, FIFA, COD, like whatever platform I'm making where the microtransactions are coming in, I don't have to worry about if I don't have an up and coming game this year, I can give my guys more time, less crunch, and I don't have to worry about it, right? right? The business model changed so badly that we don't we don't seem to care anymore that's the part that i don't that's the part that worries me is we're leaning more and more towards selling a platform that makes money as opposed to making a good game because now everyone's getting used to it this this last two years of every delay everything released broken everything released day day one patch and you guys just keep accepting it and like well this is just normal this is how business is now this is normal and i'm like that's that's a bad precedent to set if it's okay for you to accept a poor product for full price and not say anything about it, you know, we have problem. We have a problem. Okay. So the next story I want to talk about with, with, with money wise and stuff like that, 
making money is i think this is a funny story because this is this is leaked okay but it's not it's really not leaked. Le- it's not it well it's leaked but it's not leaked right okay. leaked fortnite survey reveals potential monthly subscription service okay speaking of of making just money hurting for money huh right just just to put it out there in in 2018 they made 2.4 billion dollars off a free-to-play game 2.4 billion and then they made last year they made 1.8 billion so actually it's a loss for them huh poor right they only made 1.8 billion and now i think once we find out what they're making now is probably less than 1.8 billion because one Apple, they haven't been on any uh, Apple devices for the last couple of months uh, to update or anything because they're in the lawsuit with them. Um, but leaked Fortnite survey reveals potential monthly subscription service. Okay, The detail comes from a Fortnite leaker, Mart- Martit, uh, who shared information from a recent survey sent out by Epic Games. According to the captured image from the survey, Epic Games appear to be testing waters for upcoming subscription service called the Monthly Crew Pack, asking users to rate various uh, aspects of it. It includes images, uh, shows a pack including access to the Battle Pass, which gets you a thousand V Bucks each month, so that's ten dollars. As well as, well, it's a little bit more than ten dollars now, but it's ten dollars. As well as early access to Crew Ninja Outfit Pack, including additional end style back bling and pickaxe. Uh, increasingly enough, or interestingly enough, uh, the survey also includes different versions of the monthly Crew Pack, replacing the outfit pack with recently revealed Ghost Rider skin. Okay, so in the monthly subscription, including the following, Battle Pass, you get an outfit pack subscribers get first, and then they'll be sold separate in the shop later. That includes a character's outfit with additional style back bling and pickaxe, and you get a thousand V-Bucks each um, each month. Epic also appears to be curious to what you would be willing to be comfortably paying for these uh, subscription service. A number of questions in the survey are de- deciding uh, or... Yeah, deciding to asking for users if they're interested in subscribing to various price ranges from $4.99 all the way up to $18.99 a month. So what do you think about a free-to-play game paying a monthly fee for basically just cosmetic stuff? I mean, technically they're doing that now anyway, because every season people buy the battle pass so they can get the the skins and stuff. But now they're apparently they want more people to purchase or so what what do you think about that uh i can't hear you sarge i i i can't hear you can't hear you there you go go ahead the first thing would be the sales of their skins has come down to a certain percentage now where they're not making as much money and so they don't see it they don't see it going back up to nor- to, the, to the to their levels, right? And so they have to institute something else because they're used to having that much money. Plus, they're not making enough because they're cut off from Apple, and they have to fight the lawsuit. Mm. So maybe, just maybe, they're doing this because now they need another stream of revenue. Well, right. right? Well, they might lose ten percent, so they raise the price up a little bit, right? I mean, you want to make as much money as you can. Right, you you opened up a service. You want to make as much money as you can, and I, I for one, believe that this game made all the money it should have ever made. Like you, ever you made right, right. You made you made plenty of. They money. made four billion dollars all... in the last two years. <laughs> right, you you guys are good. Like they're gonna go buy themselves the gold yacht, and they're gonna go. That's before this year. At four right. billion, just two years, they made they made four billion dollars. Right. 
So they're looking for a reoccurring a, a reoccurring revenue stream for the coming year because they probably don't have something coming out, right? Let let's be honest. Do you think Epic's really working on something right this second? Like, do you believe that they're hard at work at making something? Right. If if you're making if you're making a, a 1.5 a year or almost two billion a year, I mean, I don't think the priority is like, oh, we got it, we got we got to we gotta, right, we got to hurry up, we got to hurry up and get something in the pike because we're we're in trouble. Like, right. the other answer is the fact that they're concerned that they will lose to the Apple, right, the big Apple, and then then they won't have a leg to stand on because their business model is broken. And I'm not sure if the Epic Game Store is really doing as much as they think it is like or it should be so they're not getting as much money in that venture as well mm. so they're looking for another way i mean if the business model was so good then you wouldn't think about a subscription model everything's fine you don't need a subscription model well obviously something along the line now is is the books don't read right so now they're going to do a, a, a subscription model but we're going to ask you what you feel like paying well they they have I know people don't look at it this way, but I think they are hurting because one, they've teamed up with Marvel, they've teamed up with DC, they've teamed up with Ghostbusters. Like, and you're thinking to yourself, what kid right now is a fan of Ghostbusters? Right? Like what fan? No, no, kid. What what kid knows what the hell Ghostbusters is? Right? They don't know who Ray or Egon is. They know girls Ghostbusters that came out in 2016. Okay, mm. my 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 point is that they're they're, they're nobody knows actually 2016 Ghostbusters. But the the problem is that I see is they they grabbed Marvel because they know Marvel's got a big wide spectrum of stuff. They got Star Wars because it's got a wide spectrum of things. They got DC because it's a big spectrum of things. So that should be a key of maybe Fortnite is struggling, and that's why they're getting these big brands because they're trying to bring people in to come back for the Deadpool skin or the Wolverine skin. Now, they're doing a great job. Don't get me wrong. I, I, I want some of the skins. I have the V-Bucks for it, so I, I, might, I might pick them up. But overall, you see them teaming up and trying to give Fortnite... Uh, they're giving Disney Plus on Fortnite. They're teaming up with them. They're They're... They're trying to do a subscription model, right? So I don't know what's happening if it's your if you're wire, but you're you're cutting in and out sometimes. <clears throat> you're back because I can I can hear hear it. Um, yeah, so I don't know. I thought it was weird that Fortnite free to play game is is making billions of dollars a year, and now they're thinking about making a monthly subscription, which is funny to me. Because then the free to play game is not really free to play anymore, even though you're, you no. know, right? Even though you're paying just for cosmetics, right? And they stopped, and they stopped uh, updating on the save the world. It doesn't get updated anymore. That's it. It's it's complete. It's released. It's done. Uh, so that's uh, Fortnite. All right. The next story. Uh, what time is it? All right. We'll talk about division. Division had an update. This could be a real quick, short story here. Basically, uh, they have another major update coming out. Update 12, okay, uh, aims to provide players with a, a complement to the existing recalibration station and now enabling them to not only re-roll the stats of the gun, but utilize a new current uh, currency-type resource to increase those stats to their potential maximum 
uh, stats on those guns, and this can bring new life to old favorite weapons, bring a specific gun up to par for the endgame content within the summit, and encourages uh, some of more valuable build diversity independent and particularly inspiring random stats. Now, all of this comes a year and a half after the game launches where they reworked the whole, the whole system. Is this something that you hear and you're like, Oh, I gotta go back. I, I got, I got to play this. Like what, what can division do, or I'm sorry, division two do to bring new players in? Because it seems like all this, the fixes obviously are for the end game environment for, for old players that are playing. And they're trying to keep that attention span in for those. This is not really reaching out to new players because new players probably won't even get to that spot in division. So what do you, what do you think about this update? Um, I don't know much more about it. That's all it says that they, they, they're aiming to provide, uh, you know, another currency type of resource to increase the potential for the guns. The, the, the issue with games as service games, and they're not a traditional MMO is the fact that there's a life expectancy on it. When you made it, when you made this game, you knew you could only go so far. And after that, it's going to end. You're, you're trying to drag a game forward that doesn't have the long-term viability because it's just how how the game is. Division is a good game. I love the multiplayer of it. I love its groundation and reality. But like the only way you could, I guess, improve upon it is the game itself would have to evolve. Like the game would have to make widespread changes. Like you'd have to be like, okay, so besides we're fighting another faction, uh, now we're conquering this side of town and then we're going to rebuild it. Like and like that changes the map or changes something in the game that you have to protect the people instead of just going out and killing guys just for the sake of killing guys. A story progression, a reason to do something. But if it's just we got some five more guys you want right. to go, go hunt up down on, and go, kill. Go up a hundred yeah, <clears throat> go up a hundred right. floors we, of a tower. We, right. We got five more guys that you could go hunt out and kill. Like nobody really cares about that because we've done it already and you're not giving us any reasons why we should continue to repeat this process. Like we played the game, the game was good, the game ended. Like that the game's over. Like you 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 did all the DLCs you could to make it more interesting to get more players in, but after a certain amount of time the game's done. The game's just done. Mm. I don't think that you can create anything in Division 2 that's going to make the game last longer than you think it is. And if that was the case, you would never have made Division 2. You would have just made Division One, right, and, and, and added to kept, it, you, added and to you would have kept adding to it, yeah, right. But Division One was such a train wreck. The guys in marketing said, "Well, we have to do better, and we're going to have to call it something different in order to get people to come back and actually want to play it." So we had to call it Division Two, and we just changed cities, right, right. But let's be honest, it, it's the same, right? The map is different. It's the same, but it's but it's the same, but different. But they ha- but they had to do division two in order to make people think, oh, this is brand new. We got some new stuff happening. Okay, the same thing happened with Destiny. Everyone wanted Destiny three. And they're like, we don't need Destiny three. They see that they were thinking of the opposite way. Like, we don't need Destiny three. Right. It's still it's still Destiny. We're gonna just keep adding stuff to it. And even even though it's people, Destiny three. Right. Right. Some people are some people are like. Hey, this is just the same thing. And other people are like, I thought we were getting Destiny 3. Like, and to those people, if you don't see the number change, then there's not significantly an amount of changes. I don't think Division ever had longevity to begin with. I thought it was a great game. I look I looked at Border. I, here's how I looked at Division. I looked at Division like I looked at Borderlands, right? 
Borderlands, I, I'm sorry to compare it to Borderlands, but Borderlands did it perfect. What, what do you mean when, you com when you're comparing them to? What do you... What do you... I, 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 I'm going to tell you. Borderlands has a, a story-driven game mm. that you can play through with the four characters, right? You can play multiplayer by yourself. The loot's there, and you're constantly looking for the loot, right? And when that game was over and you maxed out on the level, they waited, I think it was six months or eight months, and then they gave you a DLC... That was like a 12 or 15 hour campaign in a different region with different guns. And then you could play in that area for 15 more hours. Mm. And then that sold just as well. And then they did another DLC, a different area, different story, still looking for guns. And the guns are a little bit different now because they, the guys I'm fighting are different. So the guns have to be different, right? How many DLCs did you have for Borderlands? It's like four, right? There were four. four. Yeah. There was four for the first one, and yeah. I think there was five for the second one. Yeah, I think there was. I think it was four for the second one as well. Right, but the game is over. Right, you made the game. I did the DLCs, and then the game is over. We move on. They're trying to keep all these games on for as long as they can. For what reason? I don't know. If 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 the game if the game doesn't have a platform structure, like Division is not set up for like. Tons of microtransactions. Let's get them. Let's get as much as we can. They made the game for you to keep playing the game, but then there's no place else to go from there. So the game's over. We're done. I don't know what they're trying to do. Like Destiny has Destiny such a hybrid. Like an MMO could come up with a chapter, new classes, go to a different area. Like that's an MMO. Like Destiny's almost like that. It's almost like that. It's a first person. I can go to a different planet. It's a different area. But right. It's the same weapons. Right. Division, I'm in DC. That's it. I'm in DC, right? I've been playing DC now for two and a half years. Is well, anybody else? Year and a half. Yeah. Right. Well, if you have the division two, division one. Oh, well, division okay. one was eight. Right. right. I've been playing inside the city stuff for two and a half years. I said, "Are you done yet? Am I am I burnt out on this type of gameplay? This type of thing? Because there's nothing else happening. Yeah, you get tired of it. You got to move on." I don't. I, they all think that they can keep a game going for eight years. I, I, I think. I think the problem. Yeah, the problem is. Yeah, they they, they want to keep it going, keep it going, and I think the reason Destiny can keep it going is because people are more fans of Bungie than the game itself, right? They loved Halo so much when Halo was at its peak, right? And when Bungie made a second game, they're like, "This could be the second Halo," right? And they give more credit for Bungie than any other 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 company out there, right? Because they do make good but, games, so yeah, they're more you, loyal but, to them. Yeah, but when you look at when you look at Destiny, it's just it's Halo. Yeah, with just some guys changed out a little bit, but it's still Halo. So I never understood. Like I didn't go back far enough to understand the whole inner workings of when Bungie let go of Halo, and then they went their own way, and then three four three took over. Like I don't know what happened at that point. But it just seems to me that they had all these ideas of what they wanted to do. And I think that Halo wasn't going to allow them to do that. Now, what we don't know, because I haven't gone, once again, haven't gone back far enough, is what was what was Bungie's idea? Because if the idea was to just do another Halo, but instead we turned it into this hybrid where guys can go look for weapons in the world and then play pvp see i think that was the original idea the original idea was we create a world where they go and find and explore and we do a little bit of story because we're good at stories because we're fucking bungee right and then when they find those weapons they bring them over here 
And this is the game that keeps them here longer because they all find the guns and we play PvP. Right. Like that's that was the whole chart. That was the flow. But we all know where that went, right? But they're really good because it's really pretty, and the gameplay is really solid. Well, the- right. And it, it it doesn't matter that the story might not be as good, but the way that that game looks and feels, it makes you want to stay there. Well, right. Well, that's what I'm saying. They, well, it's almost like right now, <clears throat> um, Division doesn't have that player base, right? Because it was a new IP. Yes, Destiny was a new IP, but it had goodwill because of Bungie, right? Just like CD Projekt Red has goodwill because of Witcher 3, people give cyberpunk this pass even if it's a bad game when it comes out which it's not going to be but if it has any issues they have the fans that are just goodwill with that company and bungie had this goodwill built up and destiny is not a even though we talk about bad it's not a bad game it has just bad decisions and bad game design in it beautiful it's a beautiful hook right destiny has a beautiful hook right so I, i i think that's the reason division has to keep trying to change it, but their division's never going to get this influx of people. They're just not yeah. destiny yeah. can because it's, it's, it's more visually appealing and, and it's not built in like in, into like real world, right? It's fantasy that's, and, and that's it's much more appealing. It. Yeah. That that's part of it. You have to understand that because division is so grounded in reality that there's not left. There's not much left for the imagination. You got to plague. We got to kill the guys, to the plague, got to get rid of it you know it's like you're you're there you can't really deviate too far because we're in reality right. i mean i get it. it's a it's a it's fantasy, fantasy game, but, but it's it, based in reality right but but destiny destiny's scope is fucking amazing the scope of the game of what you feel when you're playing those characters and you you think you are the guy that you are playing in the game right right and so you spend all this time like leveling up and exploring the game and the lore and whatnot, it makes you grounded in that universe, right? You can't do that with certain games. You can't keep people around for that long. They get bored of it, right? Because you can only do so much. Western, same thing. Like Out Outriders looks like it has a good chance because once again, it's a sci-fi fantasy, mm. right? There's a good chance that they have a good foot on the ground on that game, that they can be competition for Destiny. They could be another type of game like Destiny. And I get what people are saying. They don't want another game like Destiny. But you don't want another game. Like, yeah, the, but it's not a game of service either. So Right. doesn't matter. You don't want another game like Destiny because... You don't have time. You don't... Because you... Well, I don't even think it's about time, man. I think that you... They're so in love with it. Like, they, they're they don't so want in love any, right. with the feel of that game. Right. They don't want anything to come by. If you pulled away from it, it would be like a, would be like a breakup. Right. I can't do it. <laughs> right? Yeah. 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 Well... Let's 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 talk about Destiny. Let's jump into Destiny. It's a good a good transition. We're halfway, we're halfway through, and we got we got a couple other stories. We got another one, two, three, four, five. Yeah, we're halfway through the stories. Let's talk about Destiny. That'll, that'll take about another twenty minutes or so. Um, so me and Sarge have been playing. You can watch us play Destiny tonight. After this, this stream will end, and then it'll, another stream will start up, and we'll be playing Destiny over here on YouTube.com. Uh, we're doing the playthrough of Beyond Light so far, Sarge. I've I've seen a bunch of people complaining. Last night when we were playing, all of a sudden I was using the Witherhorn in PVE before you guys got in. I was using it. And I took it off to to go activate another gun because I was doing my bounties. And then all of a sudden I found out that you couldn't use the Witherhorn again because it's being blocked out because 
something happening in PvP where the, the pools is doing massive amount of damage and they had to... And this is my biggest complaint with Destiny is that PvP is connected with PvE. And I get... My, my thing is that I'm using this weapon and now I can't use it in PvE because it's being abused in PvP, right? And I don't like that. And I know PvP players are like, well, just use a different weapon in PvE. It's not the point. The point is that in PvE, I shouldn't be punished because of what's happening in PvP. They should separate the two. But, um, so, Witherhorn is broke right now. Okay. It's been it's been telestoed. Right, it's okay. been telestoed. There's another gun. What was the other gun, chat? I know you guys know this. What's the other gun? The rose? Is that what it was? Is it the rose or something else that also um got got put away for a bit? Can't use that weapon either. I don't know if it's the rose. It's another it's I think it's an exotic weapon. Um then then the stasis. The stasis that's happening in the game right now. I read an article and it said who would have thought that sta and it wasn't being sarcastic? It wasn't being sarcastic. It said, "Who would have thought that stasis would ruin PvP?" Right? I said it back in May, April on the show. You did too, right? It, it, is it the rose, George? Are you asking or telling? I don't. I don't. I don't know. Um, yeah. So stasis is basically freezing people because that's what it is, and so long. Okay, that they can actually do an emote in front of you and then shoot you in the face. Okay, that's how long it is. It's becoming really salty. Um, a lot of people are literally rage quitting, right? Rage quitting. Okay, they're rage quitting. Uh, and then I think Elite, I think, no, no, it wasn't Elite. It was uh, Viper. I don't know if he's here right now. He got so upset of it last night, he deleted it from his from his console, and then the next day he reloaded it again because he was Sing? like, "Right, it's the breakup." It's like, Sing? "Ah, go f at yourself," and then you're like, oh, "I'm sorry, I, I I didn't mean it. Come on back. I was just joking, right?" Like, so there's a lot of problems now. This is not the campaign. This is just what I've noticed. Lots of connection <laughs> issues. Lots of like little and Destiny's never done this. This is why I'm bringing it up. Okay. Not since the beginning. Glitches. Like you're shooting somebody and all of a sudden they just disappear. I was fighting the walker in the divide yesterday and he just just vanished. Just vanished. I was like, where where did he go? Right? There's a lot of little things that are happening that I've never seen in Destiny before. Now the work of the kinks out of the new system. That's what it is. Right, the new engine, right? It, it has to be. Okay. Well, the updated, the updated well, tech, engine. yeah, the new engine not, tech, not a new engine, yeah, the the new engine tech that they're doing. Mm. There's a lot of little things that are happening now. I don't have any any knowledge of what's happening after the campaign. We are playing through the campaign right now. I'm enjoying. I've always enjoyed the PVE in Destiny. Okay, I've always enjoyed the PVE in Destiny. I'm enjoying the the Beyond Light so far. I do like the. They did something to the graphic. Uh, obviously, the graphics are much more. I don't know. They're just. They look just brilliant. They just look nice. They look. They look appealing even more than they did before. Okay. The. Yeah. The environment is nice. The snow, even though we made fun of it and stuff, it is cool that the snow comes and goes, like the blizzards and happening, and it it does that little dynamic thing. I think it's nice because if they didn't have that, you're kind of just see these wide open areas, and it it would get monotonous after a while, right? Because it's 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 
just the way the environment is. Well, I feel I feel right now I'm looking at the game and I feel like just like it was before they did the fix from 360 to Xbox One. That's right. what I feel like. Right. That's what I feel like right now. Because Xbox 360 was having a lot of problems right before the transition. And then when they went over to Xbox One, things got a little smoother. Right, they worked mm. it. They worked through. The, they worked through it, and there wasn't so many crashes and ant eaters and beetles and all kinds of stuff. That we had a whole animal list that people were keeping track of. Now, I think that because of what they're trying to do with the current engine, I think we're at that same exact moment. Yeah. Except now, next year, next year it will not work to, on. Yes, it will not work on the old systems. I guarantee that. Right. I think that the, the transition that's happening now, I don't think that the current systems will be able to handle what they need it to do, but the new system can. And I think that's what's causing a lot of these little glitches. Now, I will say this. They know how to push. They, the tools that they have to work with, they say, are shit, and they have a lot of problems with it. That might be so. Yeah, but I but spent, uh, I spent You're still blaming minutes. the tools, though, right? Yeah, 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 but listen to this. Like... I applaud the visuals that these guys are able to do with a shitty engine, according to them. Okay. I was in the Cosmodrome, standing on a mountain, looking over the old scenery like I did way back from D1. And I noticed that the, the entire lighting for the entire Cosmodrome has been redone. Mm. And not only that, but the clouds were casting a shadow on the ground and the clouds were moving and the shadow on the ground was moving like that's attention to detail right like those those crazy level designers and and graphic designers they're they're whacked out of their minds like those guys sit in a room and they go how can we make it better how can we make it better how can you that's what they're asking themselves because who who cares about a, a moving cloud casting a shadow on the i mean rock like rockstar made testicles that shrink and and, and stuff you know so I, I give them props However, I still think that the engine can't handle it. Now, once again, this will be two times in a row, guys. I'm not going to talk a lot of shit about Destiny tonight. I want to talk about the positive stuff. I really like Europa the way it looks, right? I really like... I, I, I'm interested in always the reasons for being there and the story, and it grounds me, and it puts me in there. And so when I'm walking around doing things, I put myself into first person, and I'm the one who's there. So I'm doing what I would do if I was there, not just some guy with a gun running around popping heads. Like I give myself little goals every once in a while. When I when I start up around for the for the night, I go, okay, I don't want to die tonight. Like no deaths. I'm gonna play no deaths. I don't want to talk about PvP, guys. Calm down. You know I die a lot in PvP, right? But that's how I'll play. There are so many nooks and crannies. Yeah, the map the map might be small, I guess, because of the the donut that they want you to do. The it's pretty big. Well, it's the, once again the area that they want you to hang out in the little the donut, as I call it, the donut is small, but the tentacles that go out mm. from the donut yeah. are very large. So there's a lot of other regions you can find. Now, I found some things in game that I thought were collectibles. I'm not going to mention them here because I want other people to find them. Well, okay. But I, I enjoy those kind of things. Well, yesterday... I lo love the sound. I love the sound of that ice, man. I don't know where they went to get that sound, but that crunchy sound of the ice, love that shit, dude. Love it. Yesterday when we were playing, me and Sarge both on, on stream said that I wish they had things to collect, 
like the ghosts in the original and stuff like that. And at that point, we didn't find anything. Shortly after that, this morning, I saw somebody get something. Somebody in our chat found something else. And you showed a picture to me of something else other than that. So now there's three things that you can collect, which I think is good. I think things like this should have things to collect and find and do. Because I hate, I hate that these developers work on a game for so long. They make these beautiful environments. Beautiful. I love the, um, I don't know what the, uh, that room is called that we went in last night. Whatever that, 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 um, Bray Center, whatever the, whatever the, 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 the science the, lab, the, the science the lab, yeah. The, the, yeah. I, I love the way it's designed. I love that type of stuff. I want to go like you went up the elevator instead of going down. Like, I wish there was like little things to find, and and, and there, there might be, there might be, right? See, right. Might be, the, the way The way that you keep people exploring a game while they're trying to figure out to level up is not difficult. Destiny, the Bungie doesn't know how to keep people in their game naturally. They're trying to keep you in the game artificially. And after a while, people start to realize it. And they're like, well, I got to put this down for a while because I'm, I'm tired of doing the same stuff. The unlocks, that, the, the unlocks that Bungie has done in the past work. They work. Meaning that if I go to an area of the map, right, and I look around, there's nothing there. But if I complete this quest and this quest and then this thing over here... Then it unlocks something, and now something is there. And now if I go back to that area, I might find <clears> something that I wasn't there before. And that's how you keep people going through the old content, looking for things or quests to keep it interesting. Because I, for one, want the designers to get credit for their fucking job. Yeah, that's, that's what I'm... They, they spend so much time on a level design, and you run through it in 10 minutes. You're not looking at that... nothing. You're just gone. Well, like, I, I want to make a, a statement. I want to make a statement. They actually fixed something, and I always complain about it. Like, when you went through missions and strikes in the past, people would just run through it, right? You would, your hundredth time through, you're just running past everybody as fast as you can, invisible, whatever, sparrow, just to get the reward at the end, just to be disappointed in the reward, right? Now you have to fight. They have barriers. They have doors. They have things to stop you from just running through the entire thing. And I know some people are like, well, that's stupid. That's not stupid. They they created the game for you to play, not to go to the very end. Otherwise, just go buy something at the end, right? Like, there's no reason to go do a mission to get the reward. You could just go to a vending machine and pull the reward out. So I, I do like that they stopped that. That's a, that To me, personally, I think that's a good... Uh, a good add-on that they've done where they stop you from running through the the actual uh stuff um the enemies they seem smarter right they they seem like they've done something to the enemies it's it's smarter right and i i do like that as well overall i think the story so far is good i like the animations that they've done with the like the exo um, i'm sorry the stranger and um i don't like varix's Right, it, it sounds like Boss Nas from uh, Episode One from the Gungans. Yeah. Like I, yes. I, I hate that he does that. They need to just take that out. It's annoying. Um, overall though, I like it. And hopefully, I don't know how much more we have in the story, but I think it's so far the the story. Here's one more thing I want to say. I'm going to show the trailer now for the season that starts next week. Okay, and the way that I'm playing 
the game right now. I used to play super hardcore. Super hardcore. You're playing super hardcore right now. Okay. I used to play that way. And I was always complaining there's there's not enough to do. And now I'm playing super casual. Right? Like I literally log on, play the three hours for the for the campaign and stop. And then we play two and a half hours and I stop. The trailer that comes out now starts next week. By the time that comes out, I might be at the point where I can start that season. And I think what they're doing is let's just say 60 or 70% of the player base plays like what I'm playing like now. Super casual. Okay. They can fill the gap of content for them. Right? Like right now, if I play an hour and a half or two hours for the week every day there's enough to do up until the season pass starts and then when the season pass starts one week goes by you get to the next week a story <clears throat> a story comes out again and it kind of you kind of just keep moving through right it's a good pacing for them but for you or the way i used to play it's a terrible system because you're just like ah oh. you do everything in like one day you're like up oh, i'll just come back next tuesday right and then you and, and you don't want to come back next Tuesday. You want to keep playing. So then it's just bounties and bounties and bounties and bounties and bounties. And then, then this. And then you're doing the 100 strike. It's a terrible, terrible thing. But for the 60, 70, 80% of the people that are playing this game. They, they love it. It's perfect. It. It's perfect, perfect for them. Right? It's a, it's a perfect, it's a perfect storm. Because if they do cross over that casual to, right? to, to uh, non-casual, then they're still loving it more and more. But the more they play, the more they'll realize that there's nothing there, right? But if you're that casual person, you're like, I don't see any problems with this game. This game is perfect. The story is great. The maps right. are good. The, the, it, it constantly, I have contact. I have so many things in my quest line. I don't know what to do. Like they're overwhelmed with the amount of stuff that, that can happen, right? But for the people yeah. that play it all the time, they're like, there's nothing to do. This is so stupid. Same guns, same things, giving me the same shit, right? It's completely two different I, sides. I've been trying, I've been trying to figure out different activities in the world and what they did. Like the one I still can't figure out what it's there for. I thought it was a public event. It's that one that's on those little metal rafters across the cliff where uh it's a it's a vex conflux. And it, and it keeps two boxes and oracles locked up. And then there's three waves of guys that come out. And then once you kill the three waves, a giant servitor comes out. And then you kill the servitor. And then there's no treasure. There's no nothing. Nothing appears. I didn't hear any unlock. And then there's no, there's no words in the bottom of the screen like to say that it did something. And so it's like, I think that might be a broken activity. I'm not sure if anyone else has played that, that little area. But I'm sure someone had to because it's right across the street from the lost sector right and so it's weird that it would do a really cool activity that looks like a public event but it's not and it was it was strange it was just strange but i do think that the ice and i say ice because that's what the fuck it is it's cosmic cosmic whatever whatever cosmic okay. ice but but i was on i was on the moon doing the horde mode on the moon because I was doing bounties, of course, and a group of guys was there, and I'm pretty sure they were all they all have the same clan name, so I'm pretty sure they're all friends, and they all had, they must have had full full stasis abilities unlocked. Okay, when when we activated <clears throat> the horde mode, they started casting stasis. 
the entire battlefield where we were changed. Like the actual enemy couldn't even get to us because of all the ice walls. And so they were they were glitching around the walls and going over them or through them because there was just ice everywhere. I just started laughing. And I'm like, I can't wait to see what this looks like when we get into higher end difficulty in this DLC and everyone's got full stasis unlocked, how crazy it's going to look. Right. Well, it, it was... I mean, stasis right now is breaking the game as far as PvP goes. Again, I'm, I'm not even touching PvP. I saw it happening from seven months ago when I said, as soon as they showed the ice, I said, that's going to break PvP. It's it's great. What are you talking about? Right. Um, I've watched all the videos. It looks like a good time. Derp, you're you're saying... Was it was it Derp that said it? Who, who said it in... Uh, the lie. Who said that? I don't see it now. It said Bungie's lie. Where was that? Oh, Spartan. Uh, waiting for you guys to talk about the great lie Bungie told. Are you talking about? Are Which you lie? Are you talking about uh, sunsetting? Is that what you're talking about, Paul? Are you talking about the uh, the sunsetting? Because I don't. I don't listen. I don't want to weigh in on it just yet. Right. I want. I want everyone to play like three weeks, four weeks of this game right now. And then once they start pulling in the weapons from this from this season, I want to see what they say as they're destroying their own weapons. Right. I, I just want to I want to see what happens. Then I'll weigh in on it. OK, like I know I know it's coming. So so me and Sarah, to me, to me, it's not a lie. I mean, because I knew what they were doing. I knew what they were doing. I said it ahead of time and. Even on the other podcast that we do tomorrow morning called the Rageous Roundtable, which I'm on, okay? I've been saying it for years. I said they're going to take your weapons and sunsetting, right? They're going to take them away from you again. They did it multiple times. They did it in season very year one. You leveled up your Icebreaker and you leveled up your Gallahorn. And you leveled up all that stuff with the moats and got it up to the, the max level. And then they took it away. They said reset. They sunsetted them then. Right, I had to regrind all the exotic weapons again that I had. I was like, "This is bullshit," and that was only a couple of weapons. Okay, that was only like four months in, and I was like, "This is bullshit." I have to do this again, right? And I was like, "Ah, oh, whatever." Okay, and then they did it again for Destiny Two. Okay, and now they said, "Well, it's 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 going to work throughout all ninety percent of the game. You'll still be able to use." I said, "No, what's going to happen is they're going to add new weapons. You're going to have to delete your old weapons." Okay, to regrind and refine your weapons that you have now. I knew it was going to happen. I knew it. And that's what's happened. But I'm not there yet. I'm just playing the campaign right now. Yeah. And I am not to that point where, like, I'm I'm not even using any of my weapons. I uh, Last night, the last mission that we did, I took and upgraded my, my, uh, my gnawing hunger up to max power. I just infused it one time, right? Just to get it up there. But other than that, I haven't touched any. I'm I hodgepodge and I hate it. I hate the way I look right now. I hate the whole leveling system. The leveling system. See, this is a completely different topic, right? I'm having a good time in just the campaign. I appreciate what they've done a, uh, and what they yeah, do. No, uh, listen, but then I, it breaks I, down I like when it. I start talking. When I start talking about the systems, the systems in the games are absolute garbage. It's broke. They've been broke. They've always been broke, and they just keep putting patches on on the hull of the ship, right? And they're not fixing the ship. It's just just filling up with water, and they have buckets just pouring it out. They're like, ah, hey, let's add another currency. 
Let's just uh, sunset this, and now you are literally getting rid of your own weapons. That's the sunsetting, right? They're like, no, no, we won't do it this time. You guys can keep, keep all your weapons and keep all your stuff, right? But now you're like, wait a minute. I have this gun, why? But I can't level it up to this point. But then I have to... Now think, think about this. No, I have a no, weapon wait, that... No. I, oh, go ahead, go ahead. So... The moment you're going to have, and maybe some of you already had this moment, like like I have an auto rifle Ether Doctor with a really good roll on it. And that's the auto rifle I've been using now for almost a year, right? I really love the gun. Now I can't level it up anymore. So now I'm waiting for the moment now in the middle of this DLC where an Ether Doctor is going to drop now with the higher level, but without the roll I need. So now I have to retry to find the roll that I like. And that's the moment I'm going to have when I'm like, oh, yeah, you guys are fucking me again. Right. I get it now. Why, why go for I, a god I roll? Get it. I get it now. Why I go for a god now. roll? Because you're just going to lose again. I have, a gu I have a gun that can go up to 1360. But but it's, right now it's only 12. Yeah, great. By the end of the next year, I'll have to sunset that weapon. Because they're going to give me a gnawing hunger in in 2022 or whatever what, it is what I, what I like what i like very much about sunsetting it's a psycho psych, uh it's a psychologist's neutral word to say something bad about that you're not saying bad it's very right. calming word right you can't say i gotta erase the shit out of my vault <laughs> i say that right i'm sun i'm sunsetting i'm i'm sunsetting like you think about like you're in a you got a mojito on the beach while your house is on fire, right? Like I'm just, I'm sunsetting. I'm sunsetting. Fine, right? I like the way they, I like the way they use the, the the vocab that they pick. Definitely a bonus because you really can't be mad by saying sunsetting. Hey, it doesn't sound like an angry word. Here's what I what I, I love, right? The vault of glass is going to come back this year. And, oh my god! Right with with stasis. Right with stasis, and <laughs> and <laughs> and let's say we get the fate bringer again. <laughs> Get out of here! Can you imagine fully leveled up, fully leveled up people? Atheon's dead in two. Atheon's done. In, yeah, Atheon's dead yeah. in, in in two seconds. All right. Anyway, let's say I get Fatebringer again. <laughs> <laughs> let's say I get Fatebringer again. Okay. Now I'm leveling up Fatebringer. Please explain to me if I had my Fatebringer from the original Destiny, and I had uh, all it, these it years. No, if I had it all these years up until this point, now they hand me another Fate Bringer. What is the difference? What is the difference if I had my Fate Bringer that I had since year one that I could leveled up and bring with me this entire time? Okay. But now I'm just going to get a Fate Bringer in the Vault of Glass and go, oh my God, this is so much fun. I have my Fate Bringer, right? What's Sense the difference? Of accomplishment. Sense of accomplishment. But why couldn't I just level my guns as I go? Who does this hurt? Who does this hurt that I have my guns from seven years ago and someone looks at it and goes, holy shit, how many kills do you have with that thing? I have a billion kills. I have a billion kills. This is the only weapon that I use for seven years. How does that affect you as long as it's powerful enough to do the job that it needs to do inside the stuff? It's it's just one of those things where you know you know the systems, the internal systems of the game are broken when they have to use band-aids in order to push forward the game. I have to take away the stuff that you have 
in order to give you something that's new in order to get you to, to have the same feeling because I'm getting something new. Now, I agree with that statement, right? I would agree with that statement. But if you're going to make me, if you're going to get me something new, then it actually has to be something new. You can't take away my stuff, wait 18 months, and then give me back the same thing same that thing. I had same and thing. call it new. Like, that's when I ask the question, like, what are you doing? If, like, if you're I, going to take if, our if, stuff if, away, you cannot give it back to me within the same season. <laughs> I, I'm, uh, I'm hoping, I'm hoping that there's more people in the next cycle that are working. And I'll tell you what, what I really want to happen. What I really want to happen is I want, is it, is it, I'm going to get it wrong. I always get it wrong. Is it 10 cent or is it, it's say that again? The other one. Is it 10 cent or is it the other one? Uh, it's a, it's the Chinese company. Uh, NetEase. 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 Right. I hope that the game that they're working on for NetEase is almost done so they can get that shit out and they can have their 600 people working all on one game. Because believe me, guys, when I say this, there are not, there's not more than like a hundred people, less than a hundred people are working on this game. There's just you no think? way. Dude, I don't think there's, there's that no, many. I, I there's, think there's there's no way that their full staff is working on this. There's just not. It's not. It's right. not. This fate bringer is new. Yeah. No. Look, I I'm a fan of the PVE, the story. But once I start breaking down into the to the systems, I'm like, this is this is systems. this is broke. It's just broke. Um, so right now the stasis is what's happening in in PvP, Sarge. It's, it's, the well it's, radius in usual is like, let's just say in game it's like three meters. Okay. Now the the stasis thing is like a hundred meters. Okay, it goes it goes from three meters to like a hundred meters. They're like blocking people from outside the world. They're 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 just killing people. <laughs> they're freezing people with the walls. They're they're they could teabag you. They could pour you a glass of milk. They could they could eat the popcorn. They could sit on your face, right? And then and then shoot you, and then you're dead, right? It's 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 absolute broke. It makes you wonder: Did they test this at all? Or, no. did, or did Tom no. just come up with an idea? Hey, what about if we came up with a, a thing called uh, uh, stasis? What's stasis? It's like an ice wall. It's an ice wall you put up in front. It freezes everything. Be like, oh, okay. Uh, yeah, let's go with that, Tom. Right? Like, how is this a good idea? Soon as you tell me you're putting ice in PvP, I'm like, no. No. That's broke. Sorry, Tom. Come up with another idea. Right? They're like, no, no, it'll be good. But we won't call it ice. We'll call it stasis. <laughs> but, but you have to, you, you got to look at it from, you can't look at it from the hypercritical viewpoint. You have to look at it from a developer standpoint, right? It's fucking awesome, right? That's that's the idea, right? The idea of, of, of making these walls and giving myself cover that I can hide behind cool. and, and, and do all these abilities, it's, it's awesome. Like, cool. I'm not going to, I'm not putting that down at all awesome but the guy who's developing this awesome thing has to remember there's two parts to this game <laughs> there's the there's the yeah. there's the world version and then there's the pvp version and i don't think he talks to anyone <laughs> right. i think he i think him and his boys sit in their office designing stuff and they go i have no idea where this is being used but it's 
fucking amazing. Like that has to be the thought process because how can you say to yourself, this is going to go over real well when we go to PVP. <laughs> like that can't be a statement that you actually said. It can't be. Now, if you did it for cool factor and it is fucking amazing. And I love that crunch noise. I don't know where they got that crunch noise from, but it's almost like using a brick to crush chips, you know, like really the tortilla chips, like using a brick. It's like just this crunchy noise where the ice goes out. I love that noise. Right. I love it. And I'm thinking to myself, well, this is going to suck. Like I, I couldn't move. Like they're all casting around me. And there were so many walls around. I was like, I can't even, I can't even move. I had to get, I had to jump out of the air. Like this can't go well for PVP, can it? No, it's going to be can an it? absolute cluster, absolute cluster. Well, I, I would think that you got, you got a lot better chances of of making moves now, uh, for snipers. Like you can make a wall and, and then run for the wall instead of being poked around the corner, like. You know, I guess might be a little bit better. Might so, be a little bit better. Somebody came in my stream yesterday, today, this morning. Uh, said I think one of the streamers said just only be able to use the freeze when you're using your super. Like you can't freeze anybody unless you're using your super, and that's not a bad idea. But at the same time, that's just a band aid. The problem is the actual stasis class, not the freezing of everybody that's the class itself in pvp is is a broke mechanic right and they're trying to band-aid it now where here's what the stasis does and now they're trying to say well you only can freeze people if you're in your super well if they do that remember pvp is attached to pve so if i change the super to only being able to freeze somebody that means that's the way it's going to be in pve as well Right, which then you might as well just toss the whole fucking thing out the window because we know they don't separate. If they're not going to separate guns. How the f are they going to separate the supers? Okay, and, and and the actual abilities of stasis from PVE to PVE. You, you know what I mean? I, I, it's such it's such a double edged sword. It really is. I really, I really, I really enjoy the game. And I, I, I like <laughs> to play. It sounds like I we like, do. <laughs> I, I like. Listen, I've been playing it for six years. Of course, I like the game, but I, I, I get upset when the same type of issues come up every time. And they're like, "What? I can't believe it!" And they're never, and they're never resolved. And yet, everyone is still surprised. I don't know anyone. If you anyone here is surprised by what is happening right now, like that's par for the course. I. I just want them to learn from their past. Like this didn't work. This did. Let's do more of this. Like we still haven't seen that. Like there were certain things that happened in the game that th that were really well. Like we, Charles, come on, man. Listen, if I hate something, I would not talk about it for six fucking years. Okay. <laughs> I would tell you, I would tell you one time why I fucking hate it. And I would never speak of it again. Right. But this game has got such a following and such a good, it could have such a good game loop that would be the most awesome game of all time. You'll be talking about this with your grandkids. You'd be like, I remember that playing that game when it first came out and I'm still playing it. Like it's, it's one of those type of games, but I just don't get, there's no follow through on their, the troubleshooting on what actually goes on. I don't think there is. I don't think they ask the right questions. Uh, the the theme song for Destiny, the stripper, 
is Paul Abdul's two steps forward, three steps back. That's that's what the strippers dancing to on the stage. Okay, Destiny is dancing to two steps forward, three steps back. That's that's the, that's the theme song because that's what Bungie does. Okay. <clears throat> I, right. I just I just I just. Just put them to learn a little bit. That's all. Let's let's go to the next. Let's go. Let's go to the next uh, topic. Godfall. Okay. Godfall to me. I watched. Pe- I watched two hours of it. I've been watching a couple hours over the last couple days. Right. It looks great. It looks beautiful. I like the loot system. The loot system looks good. It looks like they've actually did their homework and said, "Hey, this is the way loot should work." Okay. Let's not do what these games do. Let's do differently. Okay. The fighting mechanics in the game seem very dark soulish, right? Dark souls ish. Uh, I I like it. Um, I, I actually the wish of the, the size of the guys look like gears to me though. Those size of the people, yeah, like, like that's the gear, that's gears. Gear yeah, it's like gears and Warframe kind of mixed together, right? I I think overall I think it's a it's a good game, but here's the downfall of it. It's only been worked on for eighteen months. Okay, because that's when they got the dev kits for PlayStation 5. Okay, I think the game is going to be short and small. Okay, I, I, I think it's it's going to be a full game. But I think for the price point of $70 and for coming out when PlayStation first launches, I think that's the biggest downfall of it. I think if this game wasn't a launch title and it had more time to cook... I think it would be a better game in the long run. Now, I don't know if they have DLC planned or anything like that. Um, I'm going to bring up uh, an article. Let me uh, let me find it first. <clears throat> Here it is. So this comes from Paul Tassie wrote an article on Forbes, but I'm taking the quotes from the other reviews. Okay, so... Here are some current thoughts on the reviewers. Okay, this is as he says, the score does more reviews, uh, more of the comment, right? Right now, the Metacritic score for this game is a 62. Okay, which seems about right, right? It's exactly where I think it would be because of what the game it is, right? The story is okay. People that play like looter people that like myself wouldn't play that game for the story, right? We would play it because of the loot. Okay, so Game Informer quote says, In my time, I've enjoyed the boss battles and loot, but have grown bored of the three open world environments, which are small and don't hold much visual flavor. Everything looks the same, be uh, the architecture, the rocks, the plants, and even the enemies. Okay, GameSpot quote, The early signs are promising, then particularly when it, when it comes to combat. Mission design is uninspired thus far, with is suffering uh, me from one fight to another with a little uh with a little uh else in between whether the combat has to carry the load throughout the entire game remains to be seen but it just might be up to task ign quote as i've as of right now however i'm enjoying godfall even if it's not doing much of to wow me uh and the repetition of the missions is wearing a bit thin it's got some fun and satisfying combat a few generally novel mechanics and, a gra- and and the graphics and range from absolute gorgeous to a little over the top. But unless uh, its thin story morphs into more than an execute to go stab stuff, the grindability action looter structure doesn't seem like it's even enough ver- variety to sustain otherwise an expansive customization. Right. So those are just 
three outlets. Obviously, if you're playing the game and you're having fun with it, you can have fun with it. But the overall, I think, the downfall of this game will be it's the rise of Rome. Okay? And I'm not talking about the, the history of Rise of Rome. I'm talking about the game that came out for Xbox One at launch. It was the first... It might be better than that, though. But no, no, but what I'm saying is, no, have you ever played it? It's it's actually a really good game. The downfall of it it looked amazing. It looked amazing. Right. The the, the downfall of that game is because it was the pushed out first to be on the console because that was the visual standard of like, hey, look, this is next gen. This is what it is. But it was very short. Why? Because it only had 18 months or less to create itself with it right and i think that's what fall uh with godfall so what did you think of the of the little things that you saw in the game i thought the combat looked really tight um the moves that uh i was watching raptor raptor was the one i was watching um he was showing off a lot of the combos uh a lot of blocking it wasn't just hack and smash um the abilities looked cool but once again it's I remember playing those type of games. I know what kind of game it is. Not not in my boat. It probably will do well, but I don't think it has the staying power to be like a new IP. Like right, and, next, and it's also not like, a games of service, like, right? It's not like, games of like service. The, like the next thing, like the next, like the new IP that's coming out, it's probably going to be a good game, but it won't, it won't stick around for a long time. Like it won't be the next thing that comes up. Like it gets its sequels. <clears throat> well, I see. Well, we'll see what happens because it does. Here's another thing I don't I don't like about it. They advertised it as an exclusive PlayStation Five. It's on the Epic Store. It's on it's on PlayStation, and then in small print. We talked about it last week. It's actually coming out to other consoles after May. But not for a year. No, no, no. After May, six months. Okay, so. I think that hurt them as well. I think with a game like this, they needed more time to cook. By the time it comes out for Xbox, unless they're just porting it over, and maybe they're working on a separate, it could actually be a better game. But I think overall, I think it's it's a hard pass. It's $70 on PlayStation 5, right? And I don't think that game is going to... I think looking back on it, people look at it and go, oh, it's a really good game. It was under the radar. It was a fun game. But I don't think it's got sustaining power um, right now. I know this is not a metric to to look at, but let me see what it is on um, on Twitch. On Twitch right now, it's got thirteen thousand. It's got thirteen thousand uh, views. Let's see, recommended view the highest to lowest, and it, it sits in the top twenty. Where is it? Oh no, it's 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 way below that. <clears throat> there it is. It's in the uh we got three. You gotta, you gotta remember that there there is there are certain games that just fall out fall out of my wheelhouse because I either know the genre, the type of game, or the type of mechanics used in the game, and it's like if it's something Top 40. that I played, if it's something that I played, then I'm not gonna be interested. But there's always somebody interested in that type of game. It doesn't it's not like it doesn't have a following or it doesn't have like a but what I when I look at it, it's a new IP that no one knows about. And so you'd have to want to either watch somebody and take a chance on it. It's not something you're drawn to immediately because it's something that you know about. It's completely new. It's a, just a new new idea. 
same type of genre, but a new idea. <clears throat> well, to answer your question, Charles, does it need or giant? Does it need a sequel? For me, no. For the company, yes, because if they can create a sequel to a game that's successful. That's a lot less development time they need to do because they already have the assets and everything already created. Where if they have to work on a new IP, that's more time from scratch they have to work on a game. Where if it's a sequel, Destiny, Destiny 2, Division, Division 2, Crackdown, Crackdown 2, Crackdown 3, Grand Theft Auto, Grand Theft Auto 2, Grand Theft Auto 3, Red Dead Redemption 1, Red Dead Redemption 2, Mass Effect 1, Mass Effect 2, Mass Effect 3, yes, Call of Duty 15, okay? The reason they need a sequel, okay, is because it's easier for them to continue making a game because they already have the assets and they can take new graphics and put it over the, the exoskeletons of the of the code and stuff like that, okay? When it comes out as a one-and-done game, they're like, oh, back to the drawing board. What do we got, boys? Well, what about if we get Spice Pirates? Right? And then they have to, they have to come up with something else, right? So, yes. Does it need a sequel? A game like this, I think, does, especially because of what it is. Okay. Look at Titanfall. Titanfall was very small on the radar, but a very popular game. Okay. But Activision, right now, I'm sorry, EA, it wasn't Activision. EA sandwiched it between Call of Duty and Battlefield. And they're like, yeah, let's just throw it in there somewhere. Right. And it was like this cult following behind Titanfall. Did it really sell a lot? No, but it sold enough to make Titanfall 2. Which again got sandwiched between Call of Duty and another Battlefield, right? So, yes, it does. It does need a sequel. So again, if you guys like that type of game, you might play it. Tell me differently. <clears throat> but from the outside looking in, playing so many games that I've played, watching, I watched Revealing Too Much. We watched Lyric. I watched uh, Admiral uh, Baru. I watched a whole bunch of other people play this game. It's me, JP. I ask questions. I look at it. I see what the game is. And I'm like, nope, I know exactly what type of game this is. And I'm going to stay clear personally myself. And as uh, a podcast and as a person that streams and plays games, I try to give you information of what it is so you can save your money and, and try to buy a game that's maybe longer than what it's supposed to be. I, I don't think that unless there's something something else in the game that I don't know about, I think seventy dollars is a little bit high for that type of game. Oh, absolutely. Sixty dollars I think is high for that that type of game. But because it's a launch title and they're trying to get that's why it's a seventy dollar price tag and that's why it's a short game though, because it ha it didn't have enough time to to cook. Not because they're rushing it. It's literally they they gave them the system and said, make a game for this. And they're like, all right, great. Boom. Eighteen months and now it's launched. So Yes, they could potentially still work on it and give you a patch or DLC or whatever down the road. But as of right now, as a launch title, I, I don't think it's worth the $70, uh, even though it looks fantastic. Now, obviously, if they don't make the $70 and they don't sell well, then they probably won't make a second one. So if, you, if you're a fan of it, then you, you guys can go support whatever game you think you want to support. Um, another game I want to talk about. Uh, the the console the consoles actually I want to talk about real quick, the consoles, they're coming out. There's people taking vape pens and sticking it behind the Xboxes and pretending that it's smoking and and, and putting it across as fake news, right? Like, look, my Xbox is already smoking. As soon as I saw it, I was like, that's not even fire smoke. That's fucking idiot smoke. 
Okay, that's someone putting something up there, the, the back vent and, and coming through. There are issues. There are issues with the discs, disc drives and load screens and crashes and other things. And all I have to say is thank you, people who are buying the console right now to test these things as alpha testers for the consoles because you'll get the bugs out and and, and version 2.0 will come out next year sometime and and they won't have the red ring of death or they won't have the issues that they're having and this is just par for course and this is not me being like pissed off about or anything this is what happens okay with consoles all consoles sarge before the show joke he goes i think the last system that had that didn't have problems was nintendo like the, the original Nintendo came out. There's yeah. no problems the with it. The toaster. The toaster. The yeah. only thing that was wrong with it, the spring would break. And you would have to put two cartridges on the top of it to, to make it keep down, right? That was the biggest problem with the Nintendo back in the day, right? So there are going to be problems with the consoles coming out. I don't think it should deter you. Obviously, Water Bear in our Discord said, if you're not getting the protection plan in this day and age with your consoles for the price, he's like... You'd be stupid not to, right? So if you buy a, a new system, get that extended warranty because more than likely something's going to happen with the first run of, of consoles that come out that are actually going to have uh, have issues, right? Yeah, exactly. Exactly, Giant. That's why you get the warranty, right? Get the warranty on the on the consoles, right? Get get the warranty. Okay, so that's that's it. There's really no conversation there. There's There's a bunch of different problems, but I don't need to list them. Right, like, well, well, what are we doing? A checklist okay, so you can make okay. sure your box doesn't do one of these things. I mean, right? Okay. Well, the the, oh. the Best Buy one, the Best Buy one that overheated, they had it trapped in a jail cell. Yeah, that's stupid. 20, 20, 20, for fourteen or fifteen hours, yeah. like, had no way of breathing. Of course, it overheated. How? Like, do they not know how to store electronic equipment well, at Best Buy? Like, first off, first off, you know, why can't they make the display case? where it's a fake PlayStation behind the glass. It's just a hollow PlayStation, just to look what it is. And then put the real PlayStation underneath, locked in a, locked away, getting enough air, right? Like, who who in the right mind, they spend, I shit you not, Sarge, when I used to do conventions and stuff, and people make these cases, and they, they design things, they spend hundreds of thousands of dollars to design the furniture to hold the television set or whatever else, okay? So you're telling me these people display that that shipped it out to all Best Buys said, yeah, let's take a let's take a PlayStation. We'll ship out 600 PlayStations across all Best Buys, right? How many Best Buys are in the in the uh, in the, not, not not many anymore? Let's see how many how many Best Buys? It's 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 really called Best to Drive By, is what it's called now. All right. There's 1,231 stores, right? So you're telling me, let's just say all Best Buys got one PlayStation apiece to put on display so they can show you what it is, right? And they all put them in plastic plexiglass boxes with like three holes drilled into the side for the heat to escape. Meanwhile, you put it on your on your on your next to your television set next to an air conditioning unit to keep it hit. And they're like, yeah, yeah, it's fine. Who designed that? What idiot? It's probably the same idiot that got fired. And then worked for Bungie and made stasis for them. Okay, that's probably who it is. I mean, every system has to have problems. Every system does. I just don't think that uh, at at this 
if they if if during this time that they know people are going to be home and we're going to be playing video games because of pandemic reasons or whatever reasons, like in the and there was a a delay, like I I always find it funny how they think that if they don't get it out by Christmas, it's a failed product, right? Like there was no advertisement, real like real advertisement for like Fortnite when it first came out. There was a couple of blurbs here and there, but it became word of mouth. And then when it fell apart and it became a, ba a battle royale, it became word of mouth and then it blew up. So it's like, it's not necessary for every product to have the greatest start in the world every time, but it's important to back it up when it needs to be backed up. And I, I if, if it really had problems, like if, if the system really had problems that they had to work out, like once we go back to square one, just shut up and, and just when it's ready, it's ready. Like you can't, you guys can't tell me that the stuff wasn't tested. Like you didn't put the fucking Xbox in a box and go, let's see how long it goes before it blows up. Let's take this heat source and put it in a, in a, in a place where no air can get to it. That sounds brilliant. You know, they, you, they have to, they, there has to be oh, some Sarge, type of product. Sarge testing. froze. There he is. He's back. He's back. You have to have some kind of testing. There has to be, you can't tell me that these products just are released into the wild on a whim. Like nobody tests anything. That's how you feel when you look at some of this stuff. Like, what do you mean it caught fire? Like, <laughs> you know, you know that these systems are sitting in a room somewhere and they're on 24 seven while they're doing design things. They're just letting them sit there. So you go, let's see this room had an AC. This one didn't. This one did This one popped the chip popped off the board. Like it's too hot. Like they test. The it's not just literally the heat sink in the Xbox is this fucking wide. It's like this. <laughs> Right? The fan at the top of it, it's like this fucking big pull, pulling stuff through to get the heat out of it. Right? Nah, let's put it in a box. Right? The PlayStation is literally two heat sinks. The, the, the things on the side are two heat sinks, for God's sakes. Right? The design has two heat sinks on the side to help it cool down. Let's put it in a plastic container. Idiots. Hey, Tom. Yeah? What did you do before this? I worked for I worked for Bungie. What did you do for them? I came up with Stasis. It's in the game now. All right, Tom. Here, take this PlayStation and, and go put it in the box. Uh, okay, put it in the box. Okay, I got I got it through. Is it does it got plenty of airflow? Yeah, it's got two holes. It's got two holes in the sides. It'd be fine. <laughs> All right. Last story I want to talk about is Marvel. The sky is falling, Sarge. The sky is falling for, for Marvel. People, it's over. it's over. It's over. It's over. Sony spent $20 million, I don't know if they spent $20 million. They spent $20 million to get Spider-Man oh. exclusively for the PlayStation, and it's not going to happen, Sarge. The sky is falling. Spider-Man is never going to make it into to Marvel Avengers. That's it. Put a fork in it, people. It's done. So... An article came out that it lost 6.2 billion yen, okay, which is like 62 million dollars. But then it was 48 million dollars in another article, and one article says it that the game costs 100 million dollars, and then another article said it costs anywhere from 170 to 190 million dollars. So let's do the quick math here, just straight up basic math, right? Let's not. I understand they only get a percentage of stuff. We're doing straight up basic math. It sold roughly three million copies. Roughly at $60 a pop, which is roughly $180 million. If it sold 
3 million copies and made $180 million and it cost them $170 million. Okay. That's $10 million in profit, right? Or gross, whatever you want to call it. Okay. Or $10 million less if it's at the 190. Okay. Now, we do know at least 500,000 people got it early access, which means they spent $70, right? Because they had the three-day early access. So they made an additional... $40 million or whatever the hell it is, right? I think that's included, though, in the $3 million, bro. No. No, it's not. Okay. Then, the money that Sony paid for the exclusives of Spider-Man. Okay. Now, how in any way, shape, or form did they lose $68 million? Meaning, that means the game, if they lost $68 million, that means the game cost upwards of $160 million. Now, Grand Theft Auto cost $250 million. It's the most expensive game ever created. The next one after that is like Star Citizen, okay, which is still still being made at this day and age, okay? Now, I know there's a tax because it's Marvel. Anything with Disney owns, there's at least a 25% tax of, well, it's, it's Disney, so you pay extra, right? Like a glass of water in, in normal world is a dollar, but in Disney it's five dollars, right? That's what it's same same glass of water, shitty cup, and all. Okay. How did they lose sixty-eight million dollars? And do you think the game is done, or do you think it's going to last at least another year, or do you think they they hauled off for the new systems to come out to lease release any content? I I believe that it's in the anthem category almost only because of the fact that it's Marvel, that it's not considered an anthem right away. Uh, I think that it has a chance, but it suffers from the same things that all games of service has. They believe that if they created a basic game loop with a, a well-known character to keep people interested, that they can stall people off until they actually come up with something to keep them in the game loop longer. And that's incorrect. When you do a games as a service, and I hate the term, by the way, the game is supposed to be a full-fledged game as it stands first. Right. And then after after that after that game is is done and played, like you've gone through the entire campaign and you learned about the game, then the second part of the game is the detailed game loop that keeps you in the game longer, and that's why you stay, and then you're dumping content into that area of the game. They believe that they can just release whatever they want day one patch it mm. and just keep throwing stuff at it to keep people busy and engaged okay it doesn't work it doesn't work that way you know as well as i do that that game needed at least another six months at least but once again the 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 total call of the holiday season they have to get it out yeah they have to they have to so you have to think that in their mind it's worth the risk to destroy an IP that might make us billions. So we're not going to delay it and, and delay it for another $10 million or $6 million to delay it six months. Okay. Instead, we're going to shove it out and risk it. And then, then what? Then you don't get your money anyway. <clears throat> I, I don't understand the mentality. Like well, I, I want, I listen, I'd like to have a good, a cool superhero game. Like I'm hoping the next one that the Batman one, the DC one, the Gotham, Dark Goth Knight, Gotham Knights, Gotham Knights. Like I'm hoping that one does does better, but they all suffer from the same thing. They're 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 undeniable greed to try to get and be another 
GTA or Destiny or Fortnite. They have they they want that money so bad they they will do anything to gamble to get to that point, and they don't have a solid foundation of a game to begin with. So apparently they have money to burn. Because if I know if I invested that much money, I'd make sure it actually was a full game. Well, now now because you like it, I get it. You're a little bit biased because yeah, you like yeah. Marvel, right? Now, if I take away the six characters and I just mm. make it one character, right? And you play through the game, it was like a twenty-five hour campaign. No, twelve to fifteen. Okay, so twelve to fifteen. So let's say you're slow, you don't play it as fast. So almost twenty hours. Nice. So one okay, character, whatever. twenty hours. It's a full game. There's a story told, and then the game ends. And it could have, it could have been left at that, but they wanted everything else, and they thought that the the grinding of characters was going to keep people in long enough to where they could release stuff while while you guys were doing that you i have a full game man. i, I think i think what well first of all i think they thought the game would be working correctly when it came out and their plan this is me speculating they showed us in that last war table in august that they had four characters the four dots at the end they said right at the end here's the avenger initiative that's their original plan Right when the game came out, they wanted to see what the sales were, and they had four original. So we know one is Kate, we know one is Hawkeye, we know one is Black Panther, but not official yet. And then there's one more, Captain Marvel, is my pick. Okay, I thought Captain Marvel was going to come in at the end of the game as one. Then I thought they were going to release then Kate, then Hawkeye, then Black Panther, and if sales were good, they had other characters down the pipeline that they would have released every other month or or, or whatever. Right. But they had problems. They never announced when the month it was supposed to come in. Now, the leakers and the data miners and all these other people started hyping everything up. And everyone's like, oh, it's supposed to come out in September. It's supposed to come out in October. It's supposed to come out. They never actually said an actual release date for any of those things. I think they had a game plan, a game plan, game plan change now. Meaning, sales were low. They're like, oh, shit. Okay, what do we do? All right, well, let's just stretch it out. Let's not give anything out right now. Let's kind of tease something. Let's we'll release Kate. We'll wait two months. We'll release Hawkeye. We'll wait a month. Release Black Panther. No matter what happens, they're still releasing those four characters, right? Because that they already have the mocap done. They already have the stories done. They already have the players done, right? And I think right now they're in a holding pattern. I think the other characters besides the other four that are coming out, we'll have ten total. I think they have so. Plus, plus the 11th character, which is Spider-Man for PlayStation, right? They can't, by contract, shut this game down before Spider-Man comes out. You see what I'm saying? There's got to be some sort of lawsuit or something because they paid money for a character to be exclusive for that game on that system. So right now, Marvel's, it might be dead to the population and no one might not play it, okay? But contractual obligation is spider-man needs to come out in that game and it needs to come out for for playstation so we're talking march april may up until that point which is six months right i would assume and i think at least a year now if sales don't improve with the next system coming out with the new systems coming out people i've already seen gameplay on the new system and it looks phenomenal it runs much better i truly believe that this wasn't supposed to come out for this system it was supposed to come out for the next system so there's going to be an in, in influx of sales. I'm not saying it's going to be millions of sales, 
but there's going to be an influx of sales once the new system comes out because there's people that didn't buy it because they were waiting for the new system, right? There's people that bought it that maybe they're getting it for Christmas or Hanukkah or Festivus or whatever, all right, for, for their birthday. They're, they're, they're going to get it, okay? So it'll be interesting to see the influx that happens once it goes to the new system because I think a lot of these bugs and stuff will get squashed because they'll run better on the new systems, okay? Yes, this is a Destiny over again, right? This is Destiny Xbox One 360 all over again. It, it, it ran on 360, but it ran better on Xbox One, right? There's less problems on Xbox One. So now the well, Xbox well, One is the 360. Runs even better on PC. Right. So now moving forward, I think they're going to start releasing the content because now both systems are out. People are starting to get their systems. More people. So the holiday season's coming. Thanksgiving, Black Friday, all this stuff. Marvel will go on sale. We already know on Black Friday it's $30. So it's already $30. It's half, 50% off right now, right? Come Black Friday, people will buy it because, look, a standalone game as is, it's it's a good game. It's not a shitty game, okay? And that's not me being biased. That's me telling you the campaign alone with the heroes that you have to level up, with the, with the challenge card and stuff that you have, there's content there for you to play, okay? The fighting mechanic's good. And there's the DLCs that are coming out for free. What I think this game should have done, someone said it in chat, this game should have never been a games of service game. What it should have been was a full-fledged game with the six heroes, and then I would have taken DLC, 10 bucks, $15, sell the hero, sell extra stories for Hulk, sell extra stories for Thor, sell extra, make it a, a, a comic book game in playable form, right? You have a new story, great, boom, put it in the game, make content, you could have taken comic books that were already made. Stories already created. Let me play the character in that story. They they would have done much better than making this a games of service game. What do you think? The greed is the, the greed is too strong, man. The greed is too strong. They want they want they want all the money and they want it right away. Yeah. They even, listen. Even the even the suits up on the ivory towers, they don't understand why Fortnite makes as much money as it does. There are certain mm -hmm. games that just people look at and they go, I don't understand why that game makes so much money. What is it about that game? We have to get a game like that. Get your guys working back there. We got to get a game like this. And like, that's what they think about. Yeah. They don't think about like an actual building from the ground up. Like, let's create something. Let's see if we get it to work. They're thinking we got to copy whatever they're doing and we got to get it. We got to get our version out. Like, yeah. that's what they do. Okay. They, they are, they would rather destroy IP than build something from scratch. They would right. rather take whatever IP from wherever, turn it into a GA, a gas, a, a games of service. And then destroy it. They don't care. Because to them, it's worth the risk. Right. It's worth the risk. Right. I, If it was a game like that, Giant, where this game was like Spider-Man, and then they added to it, man, I'm telling you, you make the game $60, you make it 12 to 20 hour campaign, right? That's it. 12 to 20 campaign, some side missions and stuff, and then $10 DLC. $10 DLC all day long. You get You get a whole comic book series of a Hulk. Right? It's another it's another five hours of gameplay of just that. It's a comic book. Next month it's Thor. Next month is Black Widow. Oh, here comes Black Panther. You would have made yeah, so much money. So much but money. You, but you could always make it you don't have to worry about people only buy the characters that they like. Right. Yeah. If I like Hulk, I keep buying the Hulk DLCs. And if I don't you know, you what just I mean? you like, just that... need the initial game, right? You buy the initial game and then buy whoever you want to play the comic book for. Uh sign me up, man. 
I would even pay a subscription. I would pay a subscription for that. A yearly subscription. You come out, I'll give you 100 bucks, 15 bucks a month, and you just keep coming out with content every month with the, with the characters and stuff? Sign me up. That's the game I want to play. It just seems it seems to me that that a lot of these uh, guys in charge, I won't say the developers, but a lot of these guys are trying to force developers to make a game that they don't know how to make. Right? The ones that know how to make an MMO, you know who they are. You know the ones, you know the people that have made MMO games and the games that are still around. Okay. I just I the way I the way I see it from afar, it's like these development teams, they come out and they're they're supposed to make these these gas games or these games of service. And I don't think they know how. I don't think they know what it is, the meaning of a game loop and how to keep people interested. They're just grabbing IP that people love and trying to turn it into something. Right. And it just doesn't work. It just doesn't work. The, 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 the problem is if these companies stop being so greedy to make the money and they make a good game, they will make the money. Right? Instead of just thinking, oh man, we're going to make this game and trick people into giving us money. If they just put the effort in and made a good game, they would make the money. And that's 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 the issue with I see in, in, in the industry. Well, the smaller the smaller studios only have so many people. And if a good game takes five to five to eight years to make a really good game, then they don't have either the finances to carry them that long or they're not willing to do incremental titles, in which case, like, maybe you do, like, a small first-person shooter or a card game or whatever else to re generate revenue and then build a bigger game afterwards. Mm. They want to go, go right in. They want the big game right now. We're going to knock it out in two years. I'll get you all the funding you need. They, they sit in a room. They go, we're going to get a bunch of money. A bunch of, we're going to invest all this money. We'll get the guys that you need. We'll knock this out in two years. Yeah. It will be the next Fortnite. Like, no, you will not. No, you will not be Fortnite. It's almost like the business guys are trying to win the lottery. Like they're they they go out and they buy a hundred thousand tickets or ten million tickets and they go, We're gonna win. We're gonna win. And they keep losing. They keep making these fucking games. Like nobody wants to stay in that game for more than a month. And like, we're done with this. Right. And like, I don't understand. We're gonna win. And like, no, you're not. You don't have it. The idea sucks. You don't back your idea. There's no story. There's no grounding of it. There's right. no foundation. Yeah. You just want you just want people to play it. Like it's not how it works, man. Right? Look at look at Among Us. Right? Among Us is like a year old. Two years. Or almost two, uh, two years. Two, year, two, two years, years old. old. Nobody knew about the game. Then all of a sudden it revitalized out of nowhere. And now all of a sudden they 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 piggybacked and now they're selling merchandise and all kinds of stuff for a game that was two years old and dead. Right. Right. They were actually Welcome. making they were actually making Among Us two. And they shelved right. it now because now they're supporting their old game. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It goes to show you that it it it, it takes it takes a certain kind of finesse today. You just can't just pump out some trash and hopefully hopefully you'll get enough of the pie to pay it back. Yeah. It doesn't work. Uh Giant, do you guys think uh games like WoW have made them think the way they do? Um I guess maybe a little bit, but an MMO and a games of service game are two different things, right? Like WoW had a full-fledged campaign. It was a full-fledged game. And, and then you're paying a monthly subscription. They're constantly giving you stories. And then with all the different, the, the two different sides and the, all the different classes that you could pick, and they each had their own little story and different places to start, it was like a different game. And the content's there in MMOs. I mean, even, even Star Wars The Old Republic 
Hell, that's a free-to-play game. You can play up to level 40 or 45, I believe, with each of the characters, and there's eight characters on each side. Like, and it's voiced over, right? Like, everything is voice acted, right? It's amazing. And I'm like, this is a this is great, and it's free. How do you compete with that? How do you compete with, with 20, 30 hours of content for each of the characters, okay? For free, Yet games well, of service. It's free. It's free now. It, no, yeah, people were paying for a while. No, yeah, it was people paying. Now it's free. Yeah, yeah. It made its money. That, that's my point, though. It made its money, and now it's free to play. Right? I don't. I don't think. I, I think games of service. The problem is, instead of making a, a twenty-hour game, they're making an eight-hour game, and then they stretch the eight hours over twelve weeks, right? And then sell you the other part afterwards. And it's games. I don't think are are, are supposed to be played that way. Games are supposed to be played like a board game. You sit down, you play the game, and at the end of the game, you put it away until you take it out again or until an expansion comes out for it, and then you play it again, okay? Video games, I don't think, are supposed to be you got to play it all the time as a game's a service. As a WoW, as an MMO where you're paying a monthly fee, you're paying a monthly fee and you know they're taking that money and putting it back in the game to make more content for the game to keep the game going. With the games of serve right. With with the games of service game, you're paying the money up front and, and you don't know. You don't know you what's don't know. going on, right? It could it could bomb, it could fail. I, I got a roadmap. <laughs> I, got, I got a roadmap. Right. Pay up that's, front. That's what I got. Pay up front and then wait 12 months to get it. Right? Where an MMO, you pay up front. You pay monthly fee for the server space for all the stuff that they're doing. They constantly add stuff. They do events. They do a whole bunch of things. And then when an expansion comes out, they sell it to you. It's another full-fledged game with a story campaign. And then you constantly continue again. You're paying for the servers to stay alive on the servers instead of paying for the product a year in advance and waiting for the game to be launched. 50 cents a day for hours and hours of gameplay. Yeah, it's crazy. It's crazy. All right, that's the show. Generation X Gaming, a weekly podcast that goes over a few of the top stories in the past week, and we rant along the way. Episode 242 is in the can. I do appreciate everyone coming out and watching. If you're here for the very first time, make sure you hit that subscribe button. Hit that like button if you would. Uh, there's there's 31 of you right now watching this the, the, this uh, this podcast, and yet there's only 15 likes. What the hell for the 50% of the people out there? You've been here watching it, and you haven't hit the like button. I don't even care if you hit the dislike button, but interact with either the like or dislike button. I do appreciate you very much. Make sure you follow Sarge at Sarge McCluskey um, at Twitter. Make sure you follow me at 30 and Still Gaming on Twitter. Don't go anywhere. This podcast is going to end, and then a couple minutes, we're going to come live again, and we're going to start playing uh, Destiny uh, Beyond Light once again um again we are live every single thursday at 8 p.m eastern if you like this podcast we do other podcasts as well on this channel so make sure you hit the notification when we go live and uh we'll see you on the next one thanks for watching take care guys they're two brothers and gamers that have been playing games since the early 1980s combined they have over 65 years experience Join them each week as they discuss and rant about gaming and entertainment news. This is Generation X Gaming.